everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Well, hello, everyone. and Welcome to the GYST podcast, otherwise known as Get Your Shit, Shit. Together. That was great, guys. Hello, my name is Patrick, and with me today is... Jensen. Scott Chang. Glenn Rucks here. Welcome, everyone. It's good to see you. Likewise, likewise. likewise. Perfect. So we're going to talk about that video we just saw. Yeah, so he was talking about gamification for your like your life, daily life, right? So I think, I don't know, like ever since I started playing games, I've been kind of seeing life that way anyway. That kind of works out for me. It gives me like justification to be like, hey, just take it as like a game. It's a real life RPG. RPG. You know what I mean? So he was talking about focusing on the goals, which the Super Mario effect wise, it was the princess Focusing on the princess instead of um, focusing on your mistakes, which is falling into the pits. So have the goal in mind and just move forward. I think that's a pretty good idea. Mm, I'd have to agree. Life is more fun when it's a game. Yeah, especially when you focus on a princess. It was a very interesting video. It's yeah. 2 22. He brought up a couple of really good points in the video. And one of the one I really like is uh, he made it. You know, when people are penalized, they tend to not succeed. Uh, without penalty, people will attempt more tries and eventually learn from the mistakes and succeed. And then, you know, that's the whole focus on the princess. You know, you ignore all the pitfalls and everything. He, he was, was talking. Yeah, he was talking about when kids learn how to walk, they're not, they're not embarrassed by not being able to walk, right? You're not going to penalize them by, hey, hey, why aren't you walking yet? You're not going to do that to a kid. So they don't have the idea of like, oh, I'm going to fail. People are going to judge me. They're just going to do what they want to do and have their encouragement from their parents. And that's their goal. They don't see the failure of it. So that's something to learn about, I guess. He was trying to take the failure and turn it into something fun, which is what gamification really is. It's taking the concept of, of the risk-reward challenges and turning it into a fun game. Yeah, It lets you kind of overcome those challenges and most importantly, learn from it in a, in a safe environment. I think that's the most important part to see the mistakes and like quote unquote failures as a learning experience instead of a, a mark on your book or your record. Because if you, because he did a test, right? He's saying that the group that was penalized for their mistakes stopped trying because of that. So the people that didn't get that, they keep trying because they don't have a negative side of their failure, quote unquote failure, or tries. So they just keep trying and see what happens. Maybe they take it lighter. They didn't have as much pressure. I think it's a good thing. So how could you apply this this message, this is ultimately video that he, he talked about to other challenges in life? Any Anything, really. I mean, people get lost. People are really afraid to get lost these days, even with maps, right? Like my parents, my mom does that. She's like, oh, I'm afraid to get lost. I'm like, so what? You get lost. Turn around and go the other way. You, get, you find your way there. But she's so afraid of getting lost that she won't drive somewhere new. I mean, that's kind of weird. So we never get there. So get Pokemon Go. And then that way <laughs> you you have... the. Uh, hopefully she's not driving when she's playing it. <laughs> go out and explore really the world. Go anywhere. Capture things. Instead of the hospital. Maybe. So we need Google Maps gamification. Yeah. I feel like growing up, this kind of mentality and thinking would have been perfect. Like if I would have been able to come back and like as a kid and just, you know, think like this, you know, I can... I don't know about you guys, but you know Jansen possibly, you know, there's that term tiger parenting. My parents are tiger parents. Whether they knew it or not, 
that was just how they parented. So I have not heard this term. What, what is that? So tiger parenting is, um, oh my gosh, it's very popular in Asian cultures. It's you are punished to the extreme if you fail. Like you have to be the best of the best. The stress is so high that, you know, kids, you are expected to get straight A's. There's, you know, that's, it's a running gag that most Asian kids, like Asian parents want their kids to be doctors and lawyers. No more, no less. Doctor yet. And so, you know, growing up, it was really rough, you know. So every time I failed, I, it would, I would be shamed for it. I'd be, you know, tension would be brought on me. Oh, you didn't succeed. And, you know, that really impacted me as a kid. And now, with you know, if I went back with this kind of thinking, it's like, oh, if I fail, it's no big deal. I can just keep learning and going from it. But because I was shamed so much, I never wanted to do it again. So it's, if I could go back, it would have been great to know that, hey, you know, it doesn't hurt to keep trying. So where would this <clears throat> this learning style be best? Would it be best in your personal life, work life, or relationship? Oh, um, personal life, yes, for sure. Work life, my job's a lot different from you guys. And it actually would work really well in my line of work. You just think about it, like farming, you know, you're not going to get it right the first time. Like a family business, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, just like, yeah, and you're not going to get it right the first time. So you got to be prepared to get make mistakes, you know, try it, everything out. Um, as a professional work, your guys' line of works, I don't know if that would fly. Uh, corporate uh, setting, probably not in most corporate settings, right? Well, they, the upside they, is corporate setting, they already have try and true um, ways to do things, right? But versus farming, you have weather. Like everything is, a lot of things are variables. So you got to trust your instincts. Yeah. And so that's, I mean, that's something you just can't learn right off the bat. A lot of video games are like that, right? You just instinctively, you jump. You don't know when you're supposed to jump. There's no guideline, but like, hey, jump now. Just randomly test the button. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like in his case, it works well for him because mm-hmm. he knows, yeah, I mean, he has the basic knowledge and the knowledge of, well, what time I should do what, but nobody else has that. But versus like a corporate job, there's already people testing things out already. You're not the first one that's doing this. You're not the only one that's doing it. So we don't have to try and fail. So you probably yeah. go through the guidelines of what you're supposed to do. Now, would this, would this fly in your guys' workplace? Yes. A gamification could work almost anywhere. Um, you just have to incentivize it correctly and, and ensure that you get the right results from the behavior. Uh, at a previous job, we had a, a software program that was gamification similar to fantasy football. And there was no risk. It's if you get points, if you get sales, and then people can kind of see where they're at in terms of that similar play. Same idea. You're taking, what he said was beautiful. He took, he showed the example of the instructions like, here, here's a test, you know, push this button for this long, push this for that long, push these two buttons for this long. No one wants to do that. That looked boring on paper. But when he rearranged it in a certain way, when he showed it was, you know, yeah, it's a controller and this is what you're doing as a game. You take away this and you add some color. It's a very completely different thing now. You are doing it, but you don't realize it as a test. So it's mostly about perspective. It, it is. Perspective strong here. You got you to gotta understand. That's really boils down to the overall goal. I even think the most mundane, like, task you do it as a job, that's the time trial for you. Like, how fast can you do it? How accurate can you do it? Like people do that in like game, like games like Gran Turismo, right? You drive the same laps over and over, but can you drive faster? Can you get there faster? Can you not crash? That's the same thing. I think like if you can do something in thirty seconds, challenge yourself. Do it in like twenty nine. Mm. Learn how to do it that's faster. A, yeah, that's a more lot efficient, like more accurate. Trials. Yeah. Is it, have you guys played Trials HD or seen yeah. that? Yes. Yes. We know the concept. That yeah. game will punish the hell out of you, but it's not about 
you know, the, where you break down, where you fall off your bike, where you crash and die horribly. No, it's all about how fast can you get through that course? Because it keeps giving you that, that retry button. You can keep hitting retry to restart, get back on your bike, reset yourself at the last checkpoint and keep going. But that timer keeps going, right? So it gives you that challenge of beat your time. Yeah. Fall off as many times as you want, but beat your time. Yeah, I like how you pointed out in the video, they said, like, you know, there are certain quotes, like, have a positive attitude or never give up, you know. Um, he just said those are kind of quotes implying that you're having to endure your desire to quit. He also said, you know, focus on the the end goal, not necessarily the pitfalls or the yeah. challenges. And, and going back to, like, my weight loss journey, I've used gamification to help kind of incentivize and push myself that way. Um, like an Apple Watch, for example, has that health app that turns it into gamification. And I'm focusing on the end result and not the different pitfalls of what happened before. You can apply this to pretty much anything, any challenge in life. Mm-hmm. Getting out walking, Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon Go, <laughs> yeah. right? I need to go around the block. I need to get my 12,000 steps in this week. So let's, I don't know, let's go capture five Pokemon around the block. I always see my life as a like literal RPG. Side quests, somebody jumps out and like messes up with your quest. Like, damn it, I got to do something now. You got to think on the fly. You got to use your skill set. You got to know your attributes. You're not going to persuade somebody if your charisma is low, right? You got to play You gotta play your, the right cards. Boy, imagine if we could see our, our stats. You know your stats. <laughs> you just, you know, like you kind of know what you're good at and what you're not good at. So, I mean. Where's the respect tab? <laughs> well, right, so, so like with this mindset, um, would you guys be willing to go back to something that you failed upon like prior and try to attempt it again yeah sure i'll i'll use uh, journaling as an example that that kind of something i picked up for a few days and fell off i haven't done it for a week now and i'm like well, why is that and maybe i need to turn it into some sort of gamification yeah, you should write that down in in a journal, <laughs> journal. Yeah. yeah i feel like with me like weddings i hate doing corsages i just every time i've done i've failed and it's just giving me a nightmares every single time i feel like i can go back with it this kind of mindset and just you know, if I don't have any pressure of making this corsage in a time frame, like within a day or so for this person, I think I could just like hammer away at it. Have like a retro day because you rage quit on the game. Yeah. Just, I'll come back in a year. I feel like his advice is is like building blocks to something more too. You can't necessarily overcome this with just the gamification alone. You you first have to understand and overcome that fear of, of failure and or fear of success or whatever is holding you back to want to continue on. Whether it's turning it into a game to kind of trick your brain into getting those results that you want, which is more or less the video, but there could be more to this as well to build upon. Yeah, I think the main point is just not seeing your mistakes or failure as an absolute thing that you should focus on, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's okay. Just do it again. Yeah, it's going to be hard for me. It's been drilled into me since I was a kid, so... Yeah, it's, it's going to be a real challenge. For might, me. Just, might need to redefine what failure means then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think failure is the absolute worst thing that can happen. No, to learning. Yeah, you, you still failure is the best teacher. Yeah, you still got lives. You yeah. got still have livestock. You can put your HP back up. Jump on that turtle enough. Yeah. Trap it up against a stone, and believe me, you'll earn an extra life real quick. See, you got to learn that, right? Like there, there. I think there are cheat codes <laughs> or you know hacks, life hacks. Very cliche, but there's some stuff that you can life hack. Maybe it takes a few years for you to find out. Maybe somebody is an expert. Just depends on how you go about it. 
always find secrets in your games, right? Like some people, how, what games is it that 20 years later somebody actually found something hidden? And it's funny. Super Mario Brothers. I mean, there you go. they're still finding secrets in that game. Yeah. So there are things that they're there the whole time. You just didn't notice. Hmm. So what are some new things you guys are thinking about going into with this mindset? Hmm. I think the challenge is to figure out how to turn it into gamification. Yeah. Like, That's uh, a game in itself. I would probably say any new job that I'm looking for who knows i think you can apply it in relationship right like just focus because people like argue and they're like i'm done with this and they'll never touch that subject again but it's weird because you actually have to talk about it it's mm. communication communication yeah, right yeah, like yeah. you can't i don't know like but, but, in a relationship you can't avoid that topic it comes back does it not feel weird to think of relationships in the gamification in the same sentence it feels it doesn't feel it feels right. wrong. It feels wrong yes. in a way. Like, like I'm just going to turn turn my relationship into gamification. Oh, great. You know? I leveled up. Five points Thanks, for every hug. Yeah, yeah you, you're just <laughs> leveling up your persuasion. Not persuasion, but uh, what is the other one? Charisma. You eventually learn to talk a certain way that doesn't I mean, trigger the other person. I guess the, the, e so the easy thing about games is that you know what the end result is going to be. You know what the end challenge is. Oh, that depends, depends on the game, my depends. friend. True, but, too. You don't know what. But, you but know what they're lined out get. for you. They're objectified for you. So apply this into life. The first thing you need to do is understand what that end goal is. is yeah, that's true. Before you can really do anything to to strive or trick your brain into it. Or even if you don't have like a foreseeing, clear view of a goal, you know that you need to have an end game. Mm -hmm. Like the end game is where you want to go. Yeah, what, what he described is great tips and tools on how to basically kind of get to that point, but there's still a lot of work in going into defining what that, that goal is. Yeah, life is a looter shooter. <laughs> you finish a stage, you gain something. Yeah. It's RNG, you don't know what you're going to get sometimes. But you're still going to play. You get to the end game, you still want to level up. You Go back and replay the same level, find something new. Yeah, who knows? Was there anything else in that video that kind of stood out to you guys? He had the, um, that meme drawing that he had was quite fascinating. The, the life expectation versus oh, the reality. reality. Where expectation is a straight line. You see the checker flag. And reality is literally like a Mario map where there's dips, there's rocks, there's pits. Obstacles everywhere. Obstacles. Yeah. He didn't mention that ev everything is too smooth. It'll get boring. But I was yeah. like, is that something that people would want? So some people want a boring life. It just everything goes well. That's but, not, that but would you like appreciate it, though? It's like, I would appreciate it more if I struggled more for this, like, uh, my final goal. Than if I was just to, it would be a short hop and step. Like, you know, I wouldn't appreciate it. I wouldn't. And sometimes I feel like it's about the journey more so than the end. I think mm -hmm. it depends on the person. It's like those trust fund babies will don't care how they get there. They just pay their way through. I'm like, oh, everything is great because I have money. I don't have to work. But like some people that are self, like self-made people. Like, yeah, I, I, I appreciate the journey of how I got here. How I got, you know, successful. But I think it depends on the person or how they're brought up. I think the, I think the meme is just to, to show that pits happen. Pits happen. And Quote it. If you look at the long, the long, the journey per se, 
you are still rising as much as you were on the single, the, the first picture. The first one's just a brisk little walk, but this one teaches you life moments, and that's can be applied to anything. You know, just because you tripped or fell or fell off the bike doesn't mean to kind of give up there and, oh, okay, that's as far as I want to go. That's my, that's my line. No, keep going because then you're going to unlock even higher heights. Your stats are higher because you've gone through so much. Even if you're at the same level, the person that's on the smooth plane will have less attributes because they haven't honed their skills. They just kind of walk straight, right? Yeah, that's, that's, a good, that's a good thing to keep in mind. I would ask advice from a person that has endured all those pitfalls and failures because they, they know what's up. If it's too smooth, then what, what kind of advice again are they going to give you? Like, yeah, I got here, but how? Yeah, I always feel like it's it's always good to ask for help, but just never let never let them actually do it for you. Yeah, play co-op if you can. Yeah, I mean, you're just going to cheat yourself out of it. Like, you won't learn anything. True. Hmm. So there really are two type of two types of gamers, right? Two types of ways to look at life. The challenge or the experience, right? The competitive side or the journey side. So as a gamer, I, I like both, right? I'm I'm kind of weird like that. I like everything. Every once in a while I want to be challenged. I want to get in that competitive mode. That's why I play Sea of Thieves. Sometimes I can go try and steal someone else's treasure, but I'm always looking to improve my skills in both sections, whether I'm just sailing for the experience, seeing the sights, trying to find something to do in the game, because <laughs> now it's getting kind of boring. But side note. That's, I, I, well, <clears throat> that is life itself. You yeah. You, you gotta, life gets boring sometimes. you got to find a way to make life more interesting to keep it going. So gamification is the way to do it. Turn something that's turning boring into a game and you'll find new life in it. It's true. It's not always DLCs and new content. Sometimes you just got to do the grind every day. So with that in mind, how do you make something fresh? How do you turn something that you've gone just down the road so many times you're so sick of it. Maybe maybe you've been doing something for five, six years for the same thing over and over. How do you turn that into something fresh? I think it's okay to put a pause on it and look for other options for a while. I mean, what's wrong with that? Right? I think it's, it's more redefine what the end goal is. You know, if, you're, if your goal is this and you're, you're kind of stuck in the same... Uh, level loop per se you know you're not really rising above that challenge redefine what that end goal looks like to unlock basically a whole new pathway of challenges yeah and game, game block you've gone through the level so many times you're just doing the same thing over and over again you're not and i th- and i think it's new. perfectly fine it still can kind of continue to do the same things but even if the goal is kind of just a rewording of the same thing or just an expand upon the same goal that's fine just if you feel like you're stuck, I think that means you've you've kind of already achieved your initial goal or your end result, I guess, instead of goal. Or maybe you haven't seen enough progress in the goal that you have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So redefine that. You yeah. know, if that if that's not quite working out, maybe maybe try something a different approach and be okay with that. I think it's okay to take a step back and just reevaluate what you've been like 
doing wrong, not wrong, but like well, not as well. Ref- reflection is very important. Yeah. You know, you got to reflect on on a, on everything. But because if you're just going at it with the same strategy, you just keep falling in a pit. Right? I mean, you're not gaining in progress. I, I think the takeaway though is, are you learning from from those loops or from that? from those challenges or from those holes? Are you, are you gaining, are you not just repeating it for the sake of repeating, but are you actually learning why this isn't necessarily giving you the results you want and then approach the challenge differently? Yeah. Death loop is a good example. I mean, for me, work, my work example is my daily is going to Pike Place, arranging bouquets, possibly the same bouquets, like for hours on end. What changes up that rhythm is these wedding orders, you know, and I have to, Thank TikTok, Etsy, and uh, was it Pinterest? Pinterest? We have a lot of like, you know, brides that were like, oh, I saw this on Pinterest. Could you possibly do something like this? And at a glance, you know, it's a challenge. You know, at that point, I could just say no and just go back to my daily grind. Or I go, yeah, let me attempt this. I'm pretty sure I could do this. And, you know, get out of my comfort zone. And if I fail, you know, I could just keep doing it, keep doing it over and over again. Granted, I have to get to the final <laughs> the final product when it comes time to that wedding but it's a great challenge for me to get out of my zone you consider kind of what you do more of like an art form yeah yeah oh for sure i consider his what he does is art so form. have you seen him work no i haven't you should, you should go watch him yeah i charge though he charge <laughs> charge to watch watching is not pay free. for that i mean i had uh only fans channel yeah i had when you watch flowers saw only plants only, only plants, plants. Uh, it's not my idea. Flowers only. Buddy of mine came up with that, so I'm gonna have to give him credit for that one. <laughs> Run with it. But that's kind of the, what you were describing earlier. That challenge. That yeah. this very artistic way of looking at it. You know, you if you're a marble maker or a painter, you want to uh, express your skills and take it to the next level. Exactly. Or else you get stagnant. Exactly. And, and then you know, you you want to evolve. You really do, especially with art. Because after a while, you're just going to be noted for that one person, that one trick pony. So in our line of work, what we do, the, the same can kind of be applied, even though it's mundane Excel trackers, calls. In order to kind of expand your artistic ability, you need those those individual challenges. And so it's up to you to kind of define what those challenges and what that end results look like. So the, the, kind of going back to the meaning of what he was talking about, turn it into a gamification. Oh, for sure. Every every task I have is a time trial for me. Huh. If I if I you feel like you have a good run, right? By the time you're in the middle of it, it's like, oh, I was running pretty smooth. Everything was clicked correctly. I didn't spell anything wrong. I don't know. I see it as a weird game that I can play. On on side note, do you see trends in flowers? Um, yes. So let's see. About like five, six years ago. Some of the trends, you know, you had colors was a big trend. Okay. Rose gold, champagne, uh, blush were big colors for a lot of brides. Um, most recently, it's the bohemian, oh. you know, like a lot of greenery. Uh, what's that? Pompous grass, which I can't stand that stuff. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like these trends will come and go. And the thing is you have to adapt with it, learn to work with them, or else you're going to get left in the dust, really. But do, do you find yourself having more customers because you are able to you know like challenge yourself to the trends I like think, i don't i don't know if your neighbors will because they you seem like the only person that would be like flexible. I, th- I think i'm the most patient one yeah uh most of my most of my neighbors if they don't want to do it they'll send it over to me there you go so 
that's a skill in your tool belt. That's pretty cool. Well, I guess to summarize then and kind of wrap up this episode, guys, um, you know, we, we learned and watched that video on, on taking life's challenges and, and kind of turning it more into a gamification, trick your brain into learning more by kind of treating it like a video game per se. Uh, but we've we've kind of gone through a lot of good examples and and some even real world examples on how to do that. So yeah, and I guess uh, this is the GYST podcast. Thank you for listening. Thanks everyone for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.